You're listening to Living It Up in Lion City, a podcast about Singapore, where locals and foreigners sit down, chill, crack open a beer, and talk about life here and what goes on in this amazing city. Hey guys, welcome to Living It Up in Lion City, our podcast that's about life in Singapore from the perspective of both a foreigner and a local. I'm Sunny. And I'm Raj. And today, in this very special episode, we're here to talk about the feedback that we've received from all you fine folks and the state of this podcast. And guess what? We're not in our normal setting. Yep. We're at a cafe, Dimbula. Most of you guys might know it. Yep. And yeah, so you can basically hear the whole ambience, the noise that's, you know, in the background. Yep. Do bear with us. Well, it's, it's not because we like the cafe, it's only because we were kicked out of Raj's office. So. Yeah, for emptying the beers. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Raj. <laughs> it's not your bad, man. I mean, it's all, it's all, I guess it's more my fault yeah. <laughs> for drinking so much. Yeah, no worries, no worries. We'll just figure out something else in the meantime. So, once again, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we just want to talk a little bit about, you know, where we're going with this podcast. We have done four episodes so far, and hopefully all of you have enjoyed what we had to say. And we just want to take some time this time to talk about the feedback that we've received. Which we really appreciate. Thank you all. Uh, we really loved reading your comments, and, you know, we hope that we can get something out of it. No, we know that we're getting something out of it and we hope we can talk about this. And that is how we are actually trying to improve. Yes. Um, yeah, so thank you for your comments and your feedbacks and we would love to receive more of those. Continue listening. Yep. So Raj, do you want to talk about um, the feedback from Celine, a friend of ours who has, who was one of the first people who you know, took the time to listen to our very first episode, and she had some very interesting things to say. Thank you, Celine. Um, so, am I supposed to read the whole feedback, or you can just pick and choose? Um, you know what you feel is important. Well, okay, I have no idea where to start. So, it's all good. You, you can do it. I mean, sorry, okay. Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look at that. So, Celine says, Hi guys, thanks for the podcast. I listened to it this morning. Please continue doing more of it. We will, Celine, we will. (laughs) I love the topic. I was also one of these white people who found Singapore was too clean and slowly reconsidered my point of view. The more I learn about Singapore, the more I find this place interesting. Its success story is just amazing. Maybe white people think it's too good to be true that they need to find the dark side of the story. I still hear many negative opinions on Singapore from white visitors. It's definitely an interesting topic that speaks to everyone. What do you think, Raj? Well, uh, to be honest, I have no idea of what, why do people need to find the dark side. It, it's, it's, well, Singapore is not really perfect based on what... Uh, what Celine had said it's not really perfect yes we do have our dark side it's just that it's not as obvious it, yeah it's not obvious it's on the down low okay if you were to hang out with some people you'll probably get a glimpse of the other side yep, yep. but here's a question though Raj like you know if 
we are to take the example of someone looking for the dark side of some a place that they visit. All right, define define dark side. Um, it, it, I, I guess what she's trying to mean is like you know social issues or or very obvious failings in the system, and you and I can both agree that you know Singapore on the surface looks like a very well-oiled machine. So, but the question comes to mind: um, Is it so obvious for a visitor to see the failings of a particular country? Um, you know, just so, for just by visiting it for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Yeah, for in a couple of days, I don't think you'll actually find the dark side of any yeah, other country. Yeah. I mean, not not Singapore in gen. I mean, not Singapore, but I guess in every country. Yeah. Unless you specifically go out there to look for it. Yeah. So we do have it with a couple of days. We'll probably stay around the city center, hang around Orchard Road, go yeah. to clubs, and or have a few drinks at a bar, and then head back to your hotel. Yeah. So you're not really hanging out on the uh, the outskirts of yeah. I would say outskirts of uh, the city area yeah but yeah once you, do, you start doing that and you start making more local friends who are like into a lot of other different things yeah it's not as clean as it seems you know um, they have a uh, they have a proverb in Hindi right uh, deep deep and dhera like under the lamp it's always dark Oh, okay, yep, and that is also the case with Singapore. So, folks who are visiting Singapore, there is a dark side. Do you really want to know about it? I don't think you want to. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, that is an interesting point uh, from Celine's um, comments. Um, so, she goes on for a bit, and she also talks about, so this is what Celine is saying. We understand that some perceptions are biased, and it gives the opportunity to elaborate more on the counter-arguments about Singapore actually having a soul. Um, folks, please bear in mind, this comment is directed at our very first episode where we talk about why is it that Singapore is considered to not have soul. Celine goes on to say, I would love to hear even more examples of why Singapore has a soul in your opinion. You could go further and talk in your ne next podcasts on each negative opinion about Singapore and dig further to understand why is the perception like this and why people have a wrong perception with more concrete stories on Singapore, past and present. You raise some very interesting points, Celine, and this is going to be the basis of future episodes uh, in, in our podcast. We do want to explore various uh, facets of Singapore, past and present, with stories that you know, establish the fact that Singapore has a distinct social identity, which I would consider a soul. Raj, what do you think? About what? About uh, what? The so, opinion or based on what you said? Uh, based on her opinion. All right. It's all about Celine. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, would be, I guess I, I'll just have, have to thank you that you gave us more ideas because we are kind of, so, oh well, to be honest, <laughs> we were kind of running out of ideas and we were like, oh, damn it, what are we supposed to do next? <laughs> so yeah, the feedbacks that you guys are giving is, I mean, they are, it is giving us ideas. Yeah. Uh, we will like try and look into the the negative uh, perspective uh, perceptions of things, and we'll try to dig deeper. Yeah, and and see why people think the way they do, because obviously their opinions are as valid as the positive ones that we focus on. Is this? Well, it's the same thing as Nas Daily, right? It is. He he came here for like a couple of a few weeks, a couple yeah. of weeks, made what four or five uh, videos. And it's all about, you know, the positive side of Singapore. And he, he spoke about the negative side, but, you know, 
in a very me uh, in a but it wasn't as much as the, the amount of uh, okay I'm lost yeah. I, I mean like <laughs> he, he wasn't taking he wasn't talking too much of the negative side of Singapore of course he was more I guess he was just in love with Singapore and how well it runs there is also the fact that you know as as a vlogger who focuses on being positive like that says USP so what's like, USP? A unique selling proposition. Oh, okay. You know, so I got to keep on the abbreviation. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that's his whole shtick, right? To, to be positive, and so that's why he runs with that. Um, yeah, and I, and I hit it that um, when he posted the videos up, and you got all these netizens coming up, and it's like, oh, you do not know what, what it's like to live here. Oh, you're just being sponsored by the SDB. I'm like, dude. If someone is talking positive about something, <laughs> just take it and go. Yeah, just you know, say thank you. Like, yeah, you know, appreciate a compliment. Why but, do you have to be so <laughs> negative about everything? Yeah. but people on the internet are salty, so you know, it's <laughs> it's just something that happens, and you know, I don't think there's anything that anybody can do about it. Like the net positive comments are always going to be outweighed by the negative comments that are more that are stronger in general. Like. But yeah, that's, I, I guess Nas Daily is, is a topic that we also want to explore. Um, yeah, we can explore. Yeah. Maybe we can invite him over again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, we're not that popular yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, uh, Celine goes on to say, Overall, I feel Singapore has a soul, but the government is doing such a fantastic job that it's not the chaos of the rest of Asia and even Europe. For people who like uncertainty and adventure, it might seem to be a little too polished. And backpackers do love uncertainty and adventure. That's why they travel. But for people who live here, it's just so amazing that you can rely on everything here. And uh, about the negative part about Singapore, yeah, we complain quite a bit. It's, it's first world issues, man. I mean, it's developed developed countries issue. We'll complain about things that shouldn't be complained about. Hey! <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That's, yeah, it's just personal issues. Yeah. Thank you, Celine, for that feedback. We really appreciate that you've taken the time to write that down. And going forward, we will take this into account in, in future episodes. Please keep on listening. And now, we'll just move on to our next uh, feedback. Mohit! Also a friend of ours, and he's also taken the time to listen to this. So thank you, Mohit. Thank Much you. Much Love you, bro. Okay, not, 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 you know, not in that sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> totally in that sense for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Mohit goes on to say, first of all, I was pleasantly um, surprised. For the first attempt, sorry. Oh, for the first, would you say attempt or time? Attempt, attempt okay. works. For the first attempt, I was expecting something crude and choppy, but nope. It felt quite smooth and natural. You'll only get better from here. My favorite parts of the podcast were when both of you were engaging in conversation among ourselves, sharing ideas and personal stories. And the main reason why I'm specifically talking about this uh, few lines, we, thank you for the praise, man. <laughs> thank you, Mohit. <laughs> we love you, man. Oh, gosh, this just made my day. 
Yes. And I will, I forced Rindo to basically hide, like we had to say this part. <laughs> but yeah, we really appreciate uh, the fact that you've enjoyed it, Mohit. Um, Mohit also goes on to say, um, in, in some places, some ideas were revisited and restated for the sake of emphasis. This affects the pace of the podcast, in my opinion. I'm not sure how much editing was done, but you might want to revisit the whole conversation at least once to remove the redundant parts. Um, we actually do revisit the, um, the podcast before uploading it. Yeah. And but we don't do too much editing. Like, we try to cut out um, like uh, the bits which are just outside of the scope of the podcast, but we try to keep it freeform. But uh, you are right in that I think it would be nice if we... Um, you know, did a bit more. Um, but wouldn't that become like too structured? Uh, you are also right. And um, both Raj and I agree that I think the freeform style works best for us. Uh, hey, because you know, we are laughing, we are cracking jokes, and we'll try our best to edit the non essential part, like, yeah. you know, like this. Yeah. No, we're not going to edit this, Mohit. <laughs> this is about feedback. <laughs> but yes, Mohit, like, really appreciate the fact that you pointed that out. And you know, hopefully we can be a little more um, streamlined in the way that we present our ideas. Um, Mohit also goes on to say, you might want to clearly define what this podcast is going to be about, so it encourages me to subscribe to it. Hey, Mohit, I think we kind of did that, right? <laughs> like, the soul of Singapore? Singapore is so or not? Did you? Having said this, I, I guess it, it also means that we should probably think oh. about you know explaining what what soul is to, to the layman because okay, what is soul? None of us know. That's yeah, the whole. That's the yes. yeah, that you're you're right. You're right. That was the point of the episode, and that's what we're trying to explore. Um, but hopefully, in future ex- episodes, we will talk about you know definitions and um, you know we will get yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, man. Go, go on, go on. Uh, no, sorry. Go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, so it's like hopefully we will um, we will cover these topics in greater detail and be a little more um, descriptive about the things that we're talking about. Maybe we can just cut that part off. Yeah. No, no. We'll... This part will cut off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, do apologize, Mohit. I mean, I don't mean to. Basically, actually, I do mean it, man. <laughs> it's like I do understand you might not. Uh, might not have noticed at first, but we didn't mean it that way. Whereby we are going to talk about Singapore Soul. Yeah. So isn't that the definition of the podcast? What do you think, Sunny? There was, well, you know, I. Or, agree. or do you mean like by episodes? Well, yeah. So I agree with you, Raj. Like I think that the very crux of our discussions essentially describe the topic that we generally talk about. Um, having said this, I do believe that I had a conversation with Mohit, you know, offline a while ago where, you know, he casually mentioned that um, it depends on the way that a person listens to the podcast. Now, in a lot of platforms like Spotify or on iTunes, people jump onto the latest podcast first, right? Right. And so they don't have that context. So I, I guess what Mohit's trying to say is that if we could provide like a very brief context of the first so that someone who jumps in on any episode oh, can understand. Oh, is that why you started the uh, introduction and... Yes. Ah, oh, cool. Now I get it. <laughs> now I do get it. Thank you, Mohit. 
So yeah, um, so yeah, we will try to provide like a, a, a small bit of context before we go on with what we're talking about, because you are right in that you know audience behavior is what we should consider. So thank you, Mohit. Yes, it does make us happy as well, <laughs> and do give us more feedback. <laughs> so that that was basically Mohit's uh, last line. Hope this makes us and encourages us to do like more podcasts. Better things. Yep. To come. <laughs> and now we are moving on to Sunny's favorite comment. <laughs> okay, favorites with air quotes. <laughs> so this comment is, is from my brother. And um, he had quite a bit to say about the topic. It was very interesting because he just he deconstructed what we were trying to analyze in the first episodes, and we also had the opportunity to catch up and talk in greater detail about this. And this will get fairly technical. <laughs> so much so, so much so that heck, some of the words I don't even know. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's my brother. <laughs> um, so he goes on, he does, he does like the topic at hand. Having said this, he had some interesting criticisms about it. Um, and mainly, uh, the one that I found the most interesting and the most useful in, in helping us improve the podcast is that our first episode was all about collecting opinions via a survey that we did a while ago and essentially dissing on it. You know, so Raj and wasn't, I... Wasn't that fun? It was, it was. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think that was like half... That was the best part of the podcast episode. And I enjoyed it. Like, I, I really love, you know, uh, doing something like that. Having said this, uh, my brother did highlight a very important point that discrediting a comment doesn't prove a point and justifying a comment is equally meaningless. So how are we supposed to give our feedback on the comment or like what well, are we supposed to do with the comment then? Well I, I guess I guess what my brother's trying to say is that you know we need to just take in opinions of everyone and try to see if we can understand what drives the um, the opinions of all of these people. For example, um, in our first episode, we were adamant that you know Singapore had soul, and that everyone who's, who said otherwise was wrong. I, I wouldn't say we said they were wrong. Well, some the, got really political. Yeah. Okay. That, that's also true. But at the same time, you know, if someone were to listen to our podcast, that is probably the gist of what they would get. They'd be like, "Oh, these guys are essentially defending this thing, essentially devaluing my opinion." Right. So, uh, so perhaps if we could have given those opinions greater credence, it would have been a more quality discussion. Right. Now, to give you some context, my brother is all about um, debating fairly. And our first episode, in his opinion, was highly opinionated. And it seemed to him that we weren't giving the dissenting opinions the weight that it should have been given. So it, it makes sense. Like, and, and to be honest, uh, you know, and this is uh, you know something that I want to say to my brother. This is uh, a podcast meant to entertain. It is a casual one, but at the same time, I do realize that we should be a little more careful in the way that we present opinions that are not I'm, our own. I'm just gonna have fun. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I'm I'm, I'm serious at work. I'm not work. I do not want to be serious. I just want to like chill out. And I agree with you, Raj. We just want to have a couple of beers and shit on people's opinions. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, duly noted, uh, that is an important thing that we are taking away from this and we hope to be a little more fair in, in future episodes. 
Now, I do want to focus on something else that my brother said, which is quite interesting, and it's more related to the content at hand. There's another interesting thing that my brother also mentioned, um, which is related to the content of the first episode. Um, he talks about how we touched upon, number one, the Eurocentric worldview, number two, the cognitive biases, such as confirmation bias and selective blindness, and he has a personal theory about this, and he says, it's the self-deprecating Singaporean narrative. Alright, so this is the part that it just, you know, went over my head. <laughs> I'll try to break it down for you now. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Alright, so my brother says, I have noticed that while Singaporeans are proud of their city, they never express it. Instead, there is a tendency to focus on the negative aspects of Singapore and Singaporeans. Not that they're not proud of it, it's just that it's probably not something that, you know, people are want to put out there. Like, it's not like the rah-rah America. Yeah, um, to be honest, it, I, it kind of does make sense, like for example, yeah, we are always complaining, yes, we are always doing this and that and that and like, doing whatever, yeah. sort of, whatever. But um, can I ask you this, Raj? Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, but, sure, go ahead. Um, I, I wanted to ask, like, isn't the very act of complaining among your fellow countrymen um, a sense, isn't that like a bonding experience? Like, when, when you talk, when you complain about the same things, you're essentially saying that, hey, we are in it together. You know, wink, wink. So is, isn't that like a shared experience? Now that you mention it, yes, it is. On, and, on, and on top of that, if someone else were to say shit about Singapore, and he will just see everyone rally it up and like, you know what, screw you, bro. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, so and, and I, I guess that's, that happens with every country. It, it, it probably does. So it's like so. For example, if someone were to like, if I and a fellow Indian were gonna like, you know, gripe about like a, from a different state, like yeah. So it's like it can it can be anything really, like from a different state, but we could probably like you know hate each other, criticize each other, or just talk about the general you know uh, shit show that goes on in our country. You know, we would happily do this. But then when someone else outside of India, you know, tries to get in on the joke, we're like, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, you're not part of that. You know, this is us bonding. This is how we do it. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, it happens to every country. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was an interesting thing. So, um, I guess what, what my brother's trying to say is that, like, the, the, the positive rah-rah statements aren't that apparent in the Singaporean context and the negative ones. It doesn't make it any less like a bonding thing, but, you know, it, it's probably a lot more apparent in other countries, for example. Well, you, can see, you can see that bonding thing, or the bonding show every 9th of August. Majula, Singapore. <laughs> every 9th of August, I mean, you got people who say, you got, you know, you'll always have those small little complainers who are always complaining about why we're spending so much on, like, uh, our National Day or Independence Day. Yeah. Hey dude, we're just celebrating it, man. And that's when everyone would just... The streets are packed, everyone's yeah. out, all wearing either red or white. So, we do show it, but once a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that was actually an interesting thing. So, uh, he, he continues on and it's like... So he says, there is a tendency to focus on the negative aspects of Singapore and Singaporeans, which is then self, and that self-deprecation is picked up by other foreigners who then use that to reinforce a Eurocentric narrative. This is what I find so fascinating about this. And I, to be honest, I like the example that he put in. Yeah. You want to read that? Yep. 
So, the example is a Singaporean guy says, we have no freedom here. The government is a dictatorship. I'm not free to criticize the government. And the American guy responds, I disagree. In my country, the so-called land of the truth in so-called land of the free, I am free to criticize my government, but I'm not free to walk around certain neighborhoods because I'm afraid of getting shot. I feel much more personal freedom here in Singapore because I can do whatever I choose to do without fear. What do you think, Raj? Um, again, the gunpoint, gunshot thing. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to the States. Um, so my comments would be more on you know, what I see in the media and what I hear from my friends who have been to America and stuff. Uh, and my colleagues, like my colleagues from SF. Even in SF, uh, they tell me whenever you go there, there is a no-go zone and that's its own world you will be safe. Okay. So, you'll know where the no-go zone is because it's all, you know, uh, the buildings are depreciating and crumbling and whatnot. And on the other side, it's all like, you know, well-kept. Okay. And in Singapore, it's not the case. You go anywhere, it's all well kept and stuff like that. Dude, my sisters can come home at like 3 to 4 a.m. in the morning and they're safe. I'm happy with that. There is one thing though, right? So there is personal safety, which is on one level. But I guess the, 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 the example here is, is generally talking about um, uh, another level of discourse. So it's like, it's one thing to have the freedom to move around. It's another, it's another thing to have the freedom to speak your mind. And um, to be honest, the government in Singapore. I tell you, you're not going pol political. Yeah, but you know, I, I think I think a general statement would be alright. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk bad about the government, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Yeah. But you better have proof. Yeah, yeah that's possible. I mean, if, you, if you don't have proof, that means you're just like what was it called? Like uh, you're just defaming them. Yeah, but, alright, so I, I guess this is the point that a lot of people have an issue with. Okay, so in, in, in I, and I can say this about India, um, the onus is not upon the person making the accusations to prove that statement, the onus is upon the authorities to disprove it. Um, that's how it works in India at least. So it's like, we can say whatever we want, and then the government generally releases it and say that no, it's not, that's not how it works, that's not how it does. And that's also mostly because, you know, people feel a lot more empowered in, in, in doing this. Like, politicians can't really um, do anything beyond um, what the people want. I'm not saying that this doesn't happen here, but I think there is a fundamental difference in the way that, um, you know, voices are being expressed. Um, Thanks, Vikram. Uh, I really appreciate the feedback and I really look forward to future conversations um, about future episodes. Thanks, Vikram. Right, next is from my cousin. Oh, we've got this whole family affair going on, Because huh? <laughs> it's only family who listens to our shit. <laughs> so, my cousin Vish um, goes on to say, I agree that local artists are having a, are having a hard time surviving solely based on their artwork or anything in that genre. But I disagree with the notion or with the notion that the art scene in Singapore is dead or is adolescent, as you put it. I watched a couple of plays and have visited a few art, art festivals like the one that I'm Rajat mentioned about the night festival. It's always been the same for all of them. They've all been sold out. So, Sunny. 
What do you think about this? I'm inclined to agree. Every time that there is an event that's happening in Singapore, it's always sold out. Like, there's a lot of people attending a lot of these things, and um, I, I don't see why a lot of people think that the art scene is, you know, lacking here. Um, the only thing that I can probably assume is that it doesn't have the same marketing budget like the latest Marvel movie. Oh, Lion King. Yes, or Lion King, you know, so that gets a lot of traction in, in, in local media, whereas, you know, initiatives that are close to the ground tend not to get as much airtime. So this could probably explain why, you know, uh, it, it, it's not talked about enough, but there's still a fair bit of attendance. Like, we've been to the night festival, we've been to all of these festivals, Tons of people all the time. Yeah, and Luke came over as well. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you guys have heard our episode, <laughs> was it the second? <laughs> episode two, by the way, guys. <laughs> Amazing episode. We, we interview a starving artist. Who's so not, not really starving anymore. <laughs> he used to. But the, the, the podcasting audience doesn't know that. So. <laughs> uh, okay, well, he's still starving then. <laughs> yeah, and through him, through him, we found out that, yes... The local artists, they are having a hard time, but no, Singapore is not lacking of it. There's so many festivals going around, dude, just Google it, man. That's true, that's true. Having said this, I think there is something lacking in that, you know, the art space doesn't get as much media traction, and I think that's something that probably needs to be worked on, and I think it's, it's happening, you know, it's, it's a lot more than what used to be, let's yeah, say, eight I years mean, ago. I mean, I mean, the media would rather talk about artists coming to Singapore. Hey, artists are cool, right? <laughs> I'm not saying they're not cool, but we're right? artists as well. Wait, are you comparing artists to otters? <laughs> I think the artists should get more airtime than otters. Fair point, fair point. I'm not comparing them, I just think that, you know, the artists, they're supposed to get more airtime. That is true, that is true, and I completely agree. I guess, you know, art isn't that big in the social consciousness as otters are. So <laughs> Damn these otters. <laughs> And yeah, he goes on to say, of course, you, you have other small categories of artists like mural painters, um, like Luke, yeah. and mimes and street magicians that find, find it difficult. And the general art scene, uh, which usually consists of painters, musicians, and playwrights, and actors, the rest are minorities of something that's already small. Mind you, small doesn't mean it's not a lie. And that's a very interesting point. So there is, so he's essentially talking about you know the art space as comprising of a lot of these people with different talents, and you know some talents tend to be a lot more visible, like the musicians versus mural painters and mimes. So that's an interesting. That's a really great point, Fish. And um, you know, thanks, Fish. Love your comments, man. Keep it coming, bro. Alright, and then we've got Xian. He'll like to see our podcast with both local and foreign guests to have a more varied uh, percep- perception. perception. Perspective. <laughs> it's, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I tend to get it, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good point, Xian. Uh, we do have to diversify. Um, you know, the, the, the kind of guests that we're going to bring in, and we will do that in future Yeah, like episodes. we did, right? Like Patrick and uh, yeah. Umar. 
and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we can do a lot more. Um, yeah, we are trying to get the female version of those two. Yeah. Well, not of those two specifically, <laughs> but you get what I mean. <laughs> that should be interesting. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Jan. And next is Shiv. Hey, dude. The audio volume on your third podcast are not quite level. Like the laughter was a bit loud and normal conversations were faint. Ling's laughter threw me off the chair. My, okay. my bad, Shiv. Yes, I do tend to laugh a lot and I'm trying really hard, you know, not to laugh. Alright, we are trying to find out like the technical, yeah. how, how to do the technical auditing, editing. Yeah. Editing. So yeah, uh, feedback noted, Shiv. We will try to be a little more um, clear in the future podcasts. Um, on to our next comment from Shreya. Uh, Shreya says, Firstly, I listened to only two episodes, one and four. And Thank you for being honest. And I enjoyed both of them. I really liked episode four. Thank you, Shreya. Damn it, the one that I wasn't in. <laughs> <laughs> episode four was the one of the foreigners. Like, uh, with Umar and then Patrick. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was in it. <laughs> Good job, sir. Good job, Raj. <laughs> Thank you, Shreya. I really appreciate the compliment. Um, so she does have one interesting point uh, that I think is something that we will probably need to work on. Shreya says, you have also been talking to couch surfers and in our friend circle, who in my opinion are well-traveled, liberal, and good people. Maybe you could add some spice by speaking to some non-couch surfers. That's a very interesting point, Shreya. Um, Raj and I have come to realize that the people that we talk to are essentially our friends and we tend to have like a similar outlook and we tend to be, you know... I would advise in our opinions. Exactly, yes. And um, I think you are right in that we should probably, you know, look out for opinions that aren't our own and try to bring that to the table too. Um, so yes, we will definitely do something about that trail. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for the hits up, or rather a knock in the head, yeah. or on the head. <laughs> we'll do it, we'll do it. Yes, man. Thanks, Shreya. And now it comes to the last feedback. And the heaviest one ever. And, and to be honest, Raj, this is actually uh, my favorite one. And I'll give it to Rindo. Yeah. So this is from Julian, uh, a good friend of ours, and you know he has been here for quite some time. And uh, this is what Julian has to say. I lived in Singapore for over five years. The people there are so deprived of individuality. Too much small talk and afraid to express how they deeply feel. The art and music scene is dry and it's hard to nourish one's soul without this in my opinion. This is something that I missed so much and I didn't even really know it until I moved out and has seen what's possible. I feel most of the people I met there are quite lost, not knowing what they truly want and feel. And I'm not excluding myself from one of them. Having said that, I met some amazing people here and I love my friends, I love my friends that I made there. I'm immensely grateful to Singapore with what it had to offer me, but I would never go back to live there. The restrictions laid over human expression constrict my soul search. So yes, in my opinion, I think Singapore lacks soul for my journey ahead. Good, goosebumps. <laughs> like, um, so Julian put it on SoundCloud, but you know, I haven't been tracking yep. it and then he put it on Facebook and I was like whoa this is something that we definitely need to talk about um, what do you think Raj? well we've always been taught um, to chase the money right chase the paper chase the money you'll succeed you'll be happy 
and that's what I guess every Singaporean uh, locals or whoever lives in Singapore they are doing. They are just chasing money. Like not about soul searching, not about self actualization, but more about hey, where's the money? Well, to be fair, if if I were to you know think a bit about what Julian is trying to say, um, I'm not really sure I agree with the fact that you know people are, are shallow. And well, I he didn't really mention they're shallow; yeah. they're just lost. Perhaps, perhaps. But the thing is that they're caught up in the externalities and, you know, it's like deprived of individuality, too much small talk. Like, what I'm getting is that I guess he's, he's, he didn't get the, the deep connections that he would have gotten elsewhere. Now, I am of two minds. Number one, in a hyper-connected urban society, it is quite common to be caught up in superficial... In the fast pace of life. Yeah. You know, so it's like you have these superficial relations, you have these, you know, surface level interactions, and you can't get caught up with that. It's incredibly fun, and I, I know this. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it is a unique Singaporean thing. I, I, would, I would attribute it to it being an urban thing, but that's just, it, it's, it's a personal opinion. But I, I do with what Julian's saying. It's like knowing him, I know exactly what he feels, and, you know, his, his opinion is, is something that I have come to value. Um, what I find very interesting in everything that I said was this, the, the statement, um, which is, the restrictions laid over human expression constricts my soul search. Um, this made me think for quite a bit because, do you remember when we talked about this podcast, you know, we decided that we shouldn't touch certain topics, you know? Yep. And I, I wonder if us preemptively stopping ourselves from talking about these things somehow restricts our ability to express ourselves. I don't, I don't think so because what are you going to talk about? Like I mean, criticizing the government? For what? Yeah, I mean, I it, mean this it, doesn't fall into our whole and podcast I, thing, right? And, and I completely agree. But the thing is that with that thing constantly in the back of our head, um, you know, I, I kind of agree with Julian in that, you know, there's always the thing that says that, okay, we should steer away from this topic and all that. It's not like we are intending to overthrow a government or anything, but the very fact that there has been president of things like this before, we're like, okay, let's stay away from it. Nobody is stopping us, nobody is forcing us, but somehow we have drilled it in our head that we should probably not touch it. Now, I mean, that would be a safer side, unless you have like some proof, then yeah, we can no, go it is, it is, it is. But at the same time, like, I do agree with Julian in that that is a constriction by itself. We are placing a mental constriction. So that is like super interesting. And, you know, in all these discussions about, you know, Seoul Singapore and all that, he's the first one to actually talk about, you know, restriction of expression. And so I, this is definitely something that we want to explore, Julian. So thank you. Um, I have been thinking long and hard about this, and I didn't realize that I haven't touched upon this. Hold on, but constricts my soul search. Like, how? How? Like? Well, it, it's it's probably related to the self actualization that you were talking about. So this is his personal opinion, and you know, for him, it wasn't the place that he wanted to be. And it, it, right. it makes complete sense. And you know, knowing Julian, <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and you know, he has, he has been quite frank in that it is his own opinion, and... Yeah, know. man, thanks, Julian. Yeah. Uh, hope you're having a good time wherever you are. Yeah.
So I really appreciate the feedback, Julian. Hopefully in future episodes we will talk about these things that you know you have pointed out. And I guess that's all for today. Yep. And based on I guess it was Shreya. Is that too long? We're trying to keep it short, man. Trying. Being the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees. Um, Alright, I'm Raj. And I'm Sunny. And once again, I want to thank all of you for this valuable feedback. This has given us a lot more material uh, to keep deal it, with. Keep it coming. Keep it coming, yes. And please... Oh, wait. We have to do our plug. Um, follow us on iTunes. We are living up in Lion City. We are also on an app called Stitcher. So check it out if you'd like. Also living up in Lion City. And we're going on YouTube. Yes, we're going on YouTube. And, uh, you know, catch us there. Talk, like, listen to what we have to say and, you know, uh, give us some feedback and we really appreciate it. So, on that note, I'm Raj. And I'm Sunny. And this is Living Up in Lime City. City.